you thought, you both thought that I could do that, that I could kill Derek. Jack, we, um, we didn't know what happened. We figured maybe it was an accident or, or... Like the security guard. Yes, exactly, like that. Jack, we were worried, okay? You know, when you disappeared, you were in a dark place, and we didn't know where you were going, and... Thought you were looking for your dad. You mean Lucifer? Mm. Yeah. I was scared. I was upset. But why would I look for him? He's no one to me. You, Castiel, you're my family. Yes, we are. Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, creepy but necessary podcast. Where Chris and I talk about Supernatural. We do every single episode. Talk you know real fast about it. You know we do it. Gonna really confuse the people that listen to this on twice the speed. Yeah. Hey, that was too fast. You can't keep up. I'm talking just as fast as I normally do, Chris. Oh, yeah. That's how so I, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's really hard to keep up. My lungs can only take so much air now, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. You have, you have, you have been permanently scarred by COVID, mm-hmm. which I'm sad to mm-hmm. hear about. But you're, you're actually good now, right? Like, you haven't heard you complain about symptoms good. or yeah. anything. So yeah. You're... I feel like I got sick earlier this week, mm-hmm. and it, um, it hit me harder than I think it normally would have. Okay. And, uh, you know, I bounced back. It's, you know, it's been two days since then, and I'm fine. But we'll see. Only time will tell how this is going to affect me. Hopefully not for the rest of my life. If you want to support Chris and his post-COVID behavior, you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, you get exclusive access to our Discord, a bunch of podcasts, all that kind of cool stuff. Go check it out. We love every, each and every person that does that. You did it. Uh, season 13, Chris, this episode. Yeah, we're in season 13. We're kind of cruising along here, aren't we? Yeah. I. Um, it's weird because like, I feel like I've seen some of this because we covered Wayward Sisters mm-hmm. and a lot of, some of this stuff in this episode was in the preview for Wayward Sisters when we watched it. Yeah. Um, so like I am seeing this stuff and it's just, 
so helpful to have context of what the fuck it's, is happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's not that much more context. Yeah, it's not a lot. This stuff is introduced only a single episode beforehand. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember watching Wayward Sisters and being like, holy shit, the production values on this are out of control. <laughs> Supernatural in season 13 is about to pop off. Going, I can't wait. Going nuts. And then it, we got there and it's exactly the same. Except for these two episodes where they kind of like, they get a little crazy. Like, they are getting a little crazy. And maybe this is like a sign of things to come. I don't think you've seen... Like I don't think you've really seen anything past Wayward Sisters. Uh, I watched. No, I know how I know how the season ends, just because you know the spoiler was everywhere. But um, other than that, I have like no idea. Yeah, I don't even know how it ends. Like I have no clue. Um, anyway, why don't you catch us up? What's been happening in, in the last um, all right. episode? Last time on Supernatural, the boys conducted a demonic heist with a crossroads demon named Bart. Though we were introduced to several cool characters, Jeremy, we'll never see any of them again. So back to the matter at hand. Jack is still missing. Castiel and Lucifer's are prisoners of Asmodeus, I think. And Mary has been forgotten in Apocalypse World, along with Michael, who was hell-bent on taking over the world. Perfect. We are talking about... And then I watched, oh. then I watched The Road so far, and it was like, remember Patience and, <laughs> and um, Jody. all the psychic stuff. I was like, shit! <laughs> but I didn't go back and edit The Road so far. <laughs> we are watching Season 13, Episode 9, The Bad Place. This is written by Robert Behrens, directed by Phil Segresha. Jack and Kaya disrupt the world. It's kind of not true. Okay. Okay. You, you, if you read that in TV Guide the week before, you go, who the fuck's what? What does this who? mean, TV Guide? Who does that? Who does what? Who's Kaya? Um, Jack, desperate to prove Sam and Dean, to prove to Sam and Dean that he is good and that he can control his powers, enlists the help of a dreamcatcher named Kaya to help him find Mary Winchester and save her from the alternate universe. However, when plans go awry, the Winchester brothers are the ones who need saving. Some of that is vaguely true. Um, <laughs> yeah. You mentioned this. The previously on reintroduces us to Patience, who is Missouri's granddaughter, um, and basically kind of fills us in on where Jack is. And then we start with a young couple. Uh, making out in a paint studio. Um, she's kind of creeped out by some of his like dark paintings. Uh, and he's, he's got a buyer coming around, which he's like, you know, kind of, he's kind of dismissive of. And even more so when there's a knock at the door and it's Jack. Um, and Jack looks like he's like 14. So they're like, mm-hmm. uh, Jack looks like he's 14, but somehow more evil than ever because he's trying to pretend to be a normal person. I, uh, I will say, uh, I, I am surprised about how fast Jack has, I have warmed up to Jack. I was yeah, never, yeah. I was never on like, let's hate the guy like you were. Right. I was, um, <laughs> I hated him. <laughs> I was willing to just kind of keep an open mind and I, and sure enough, like he's, he's a very charming lad. Like his, yeah, his, yeah, he, he, he does a good job in this. Um, Jack immediately kind of dispenses with any small talk whatsoever. It was like, hey, yo, you're a dreamwalker. I know you're American Indian granddad. You could see into other worlds. I'm a super weird angel guy. And here's a bunch of money. Where's where's Jack getting money at? Where's, where's, where is this pile of cash I would love to know where that money from? came from. Vending machines, maybe? You think? Is that So he just did the reverse just, thing that he did at the police yeah. station? Okay. Yeah, he makes all the money come out. <laughs> just flying out of them just a bunch of quarters (laughs) yeah he's got a huge bag of quarters which he took to a coin star uh at a grocery store and he was able to exchange that for about 150 bucks for in in like an you think he's bringing this to like an amazon gift card or like an itunes gift card is that what he's because i don't think an itunes gift card and 150 dollars uh for you to dream walk me into an an apocalypse world can you even get cash out of the coin star machines anymore like i feel like i don't know I don't know. I I used to use that shit all the time when I was a kid. I'd drive my bike down to the grocery store with a with a bag of uh, cans. 
<laughs> or whatever it was. Uh, and then I, oh yeah, I would go to the can machine, return the cans, I take the coins, and go to the uh, go to the coin store, and I'd walk away with like fifteen dollars, and then hit up EV Games. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I would uh, I would raid the couch and pull out all of the change in the couch, and then go turn that into money so that I could go buy cigarettes. <laughs> that was my. That's the way to do it, dude. That's the way to do uh, it. Good times. Uh, Derek agrees. So he puts his feet into some Epsom salt like he's a grandma. <laughs> I don't know what the yeah, he, he, I don't know what's going on there. He's like, is that one of them like original iTunes gift cards? And he's like, that's right. It's got the silhouette of Coldplay on it. That's right. You want <laughs> oh, this? Look at that. That's when we were proud that the earbuds had wires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean a red edition? What is that? Does that go into Ooh. is that Bono? Is that is that what that is? Um he gets his feet all all wet for some reason, um, and he starts talking about like he can see the structure, but he's too weak to really stay there. So Jack runs over, puts his little magic hands on the on the dude's head, uh, and it honestly, the god looks like Jack just murders this guy. Yeah, um, yeah. And we we get some like magic shenanigans here. Like Jack's powers are all coated yellow, uh, so you see like yellow like lightning going over this dude's face, and it looks kind of cool. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Jack can see what the Dreamwalker can see, so he can see the like, the structure, which is the church that Mary Winchester is, is being held in that we've seen that, that uh, she's in the yeah. same cage that Lucifer was in. So just, you know, thankfully she's a little smaller, so it's not as tight of a fit, but it's not good. Um, I guess they did a pretty good job with this because a lot of times supernatural will do something in the end as clue masters will kind of just say, well, okay, well, we know so-and-so isn't really dead or we know that this didn't really just happen. They're just messing with us. But watching this, I went, holy shit, Jack just killed that guy. I, I I was mad throughout most of this episode because I was like, they're going to do, they're giving me this thing where he's mad that he killed somebody so that he's running away to try to prove how good he is. And then they're just going to have him murder people for it. Like, I don't like that. And then right, turns out, no, right. it's Dean willing to sacrifice all kinds of, all kinds of his morality. Do. Um, to, to do, do things so we see, you know, we see that. And then uh, we cut back to uh, the artist. Derek is his name. Uh, we cut back to his girlfriend coming home and she finds him with his eyes burnt out. Yep. Um, now, this is, looks like an angel killing, so my first thought was he Jack either burnt his brain out or whatever because of the powers he was using, yep. or he made this guy look at something. Maybe he made him look at Michael or something like that, and that is what burned his eyes out, but what? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, we, our main episode is Dean calling Patience. Um, with nowhere else to turn to to find Jack, he's decided to reach out to the only psychic that he knows, apparently a high schooler. A high school girl. <laughs> high school girl from Georgia. I'm always reminded, you know, and I, I probably talked about this when we did the uh, Missouri episode, but just, it, you know, he was rated at, John Winchester was rated to have Dean kill Sam over the whole psychic thing. <laughs> yep, 100%. And now he's just calling up a teenage psychic? No sweat. No sweat, gang. Uh... Patience doesn't answer. Uh, Dean has to tell Sam why Castiel won't be in this episode. I don't remember what it was, but I, there was a reason. Because he's been kidnapped and they don't even know that. Wait, is he still kidnapped? I don't. Was he kidnapped? Yeah, he's in a cage with Lucifer. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's we don't. Yeah, he's just he's just in a cage here this episode. <laughs> and catch! I fuck! Catch came back. Catch came back. Yeah, yeah. You missed a lot in your previously on. Segment. I forgot. Oh my god! Oh no! We're. Uh, you I told mean, me catch is back, Jeremy. Hasn't been hasn't been that long since we recorded, Chris. What are you doing? In the episode before this one, the last episode, you didn't even include what's been happening with Sam and Dean. So I'm, you're really slipping, dude. You're you're on thin uh, ice. Well, I did that on purpose. You're on probation yes. <laughs> from this podcast oh, right now. Oh, man. We'll have to have friend of the show, uh, Autumn, write them again. Absolutely. Uh, Jody calls. She has a lead. It's Derek's murder. Um, Patience's dad is kind of grilling her because her grades have been been slipping because she's getting, yeah, she's getting visions. She's 
She's um, getting C's, dude. Fucking C's. Uh, <laughs> Flap slips, dude. Get out of here. With C's, that shit. C's don't get degrees in this household, Chris. I don't know if yeah, I don't know about uh-huh. you, but C's uh-huh. do not get degrees. Um, she's she's having psychic visions. She's hiding it from uh, her husband. Excuse me, her dad. Um, and she's, but she does tell them that Dean called and that he's concerned. Um, but she doesn't tell them anything about the visions at all. I mean, yeah. If if um if you're in high school and you're listening to this if a if a grown man is calling you secretly on your cell phone tell your parents tell your parents it doesn't matter how hot he is tell your parents it's yeah not yeah, yeah absolutely also i mean if dean winchester is calling you tell your parents no matter how tell old your parents. you are because you're you're yeah. probably there's a significant chance you're either about to get dead or saved mm-hmm. and saved tell your parents. saved may mean possessed by a different being so you want to tell your That's parents. right get your shit you straight just let them know like you let should get know. off the phone with dean winchester and call your lawyer immediately and be like am i am i good <laughs> like we, did we do all this yeah. stuff do we need to figure something out <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> Call my insurance company. Make sure my benefits are going to autumn because Dean Winchester just yeah, called me yeah. and asked for a favor. Dean Winchester just called. I gotta, I gotta, I have to get my assets in order. <laughs> um, Sam and Dean talked to Derek's girlfriend, uh, who showed them Derek's paintings, and uh, I think either Sam or Dean says that he, this guy had quite an imagination. And she's like, he he didn't like to call it that. He liked to call it reportage from the places he would visit. He was a dreamwalker. Okay. And, and Dean is okay. like so dismissive of this. And I'm like, Dean, you were calling a psychic high schooler 20 yeah. minutes ago. Why are you being dismissive right now? Uh, uh, until he sees a painting of what I consider to be like, just like concept art for a Souls game. But what he thinks yeah, is the apocalypse It looks like world. one of the illustrations from like the Dark Tower novels or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, it looks exactly those, like that. Yeah, It's nothing really very distinct. No, but. no. It just looks like vaguely kind of threatening. But, um, you know, I guess... Sam and Dean, in the world of Supernatural, I should say, maybe they don't have video game concept art, so they're not as accustomed to seeing this kind of stuff. <laughs> if they did, Sam would be all over it. He'd call that, he, yeah, that would be yeah. the lore of video games for him, if he could just see some concept yeah, art. Yeah. Um, they see this, uh, then they go back to the Impala. Sam is digging through the lore on Dreamwalkers and Dad's Diary, which we haven't seen in a while. This just feels, feels like a first that yeah. we haven't been on a computer to do some, some lore digging. Um, Dean thinks that this is Jack looking for Lucifer and that they should, mm-hmm. they should prepare to try to figure out how to kill Jack. If that's the case. Um, very normal Dean in this episode. Very normal. Things Dean. are very good. Yep. Very normal. Love what the writers are doing with Dean. Uh, Sam is like, Hey, maybe before killing this child, uh, we should talk about dream walking. We should figure that more about that out. And, uh, yeah. and he has so, a lead. So anyway, Sam says, uh, <laughs> I, I know I was just looking at dad's diary, but actually I hacked into uh, the, the psychics or the, the dream walkers email. And I found his correspondence with, wouldn't you know it? Another teenager, another teenager of color that we're going to go have to kidnap for some reason. Yeah, um, dude. this oh. is somebody that Derek has been uh, coaching to controller powers, another dream walker. Uh, so from here, we go over to group therapy where, I don't, Chris, you probably have never experienced this like in person, right? Have you ever done any Al-Anon or any like Alcoholics not, Anonymous have, stuff or anything? No, I had band practice one time okay, um, okay. in the basement of a church. Uh-huh. And then we were behind a curtain on a stage and then somebody opened the curtain and they were like, oh, hey, can you guys like clear out of here? Because there was an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting okay. uh, taking place. Uh-huh. Uh, they were all there. Yep. Somehow they didn't stop us when we were playing music. Uh, but that's that's the closest I've ever gotten to it. Um, so I have two. I've been in these situations before, and I just I want to bring that up is just to say um, that 
the dude here who is leading this group therapy session is the most aggressive asshole I've it's ever seen dude. in my entire life. It's so. Yeah. What about your scars, Kaya? It's fucked up. Like it's, it's like that's. I've never been in that situation, but I was like, I don't think that's right. I don't think you're supposed to be saying that shit. Absolutely, should not be saying that stuff. Um, and Why'd also, you try to kill yourself, huh? Why'd you try to like? Whoa, dude! dude well, calm come down. On. Like, let her let her just kind of stew. You for fucking a while. junkie. <laughs> let her come to like, you, whoa, dude. Um, and and stop me if I've told you this story before, but uh. One time, me and Autumn woke up, and we were kind of hungover, and Autumn was craving chicken pot pies from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, so I'm being the, the dutiful husband that I am. Uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken place is like 10 minutes away. I'm like, I'm going to go get you a chicken pot pie, girl. No problem. Oh, yeah. So I, I get to the Kentucky Fried Chicken, um, and I'm like... Asmodeus I, was working there. Asmodeus was there. It was behind the counter. Um, but I don't pay attention. I just, I just roll up a park... And I walk in and like my hungover ass is still kind of bleary and I'm looking around and like, it's dark. And like, if you've ever been through KFC, that little fucker is lit up uh, and uh-huh. I'm like looking around <laughs> and finally, like I look over and then there is a group of people that have organized themselves in a circle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm like, and I kind of stop and they're like, Oh, are you, are you here for the alcoholic anonymous meeting? And I'm like, looking around <laughs> <laughs> KFC. I mean, looking at you and they're like yeah yeah no we know here for the fried chicken like and also like maybe i got some stuff off my chest because we maybe drank a little too much last night i don't know I'm, but it, yeah. is, is there fried chicken here uh, oh. it turned out that the kfc had been closed down and they were building a pop oh. a popeyes there and in between they had oh. let the aa group use it which i thought was what the fuck that's really disappointing so you got no pot pie nope no pot pie i had to drive wow. 20 minutes with no pot pie of course I'm bad like, things happen at kfc's man i do not tell you what i sustained a life-changing injury at a kfc when i was 18 i, I swooped into a booth and i dislodged my kneecap on a metal bar underneath the, the booth I, it still aches. It's been 12 years. <laughs> you should get that checked out, Chris. should have gone to the doctor. I did get it checked out. He told me to do squats. He was like, the muscle will help. I'm like, what do I do when I'm old? Well, nothing. <laughs> do more squats. <laughs> do more squats. You, I told you to go to a doctor, not a squatter. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, that was so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, what is happening to you and your dad jokes? I don't know. Dude, I turned 40. You made a wow. dad joke that was so dadly that I didn't even know what you were saying to me last night. <laughs> anyway, Supernatural. <laughs> God, that was so awkward. I was like, huh? Me apologizing <laughs> to Chris. Like, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Just, just forget the whole conversation. Can I delete someone else's text? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, so Kaya uh, says, basically, she's not supposed to be here. She's not an addict. Uh, she only does drugs because it's the only way to keep her from the quote-unquote bad place, uh, which, of course, the, the the group leader is thinking is that this is a metaphoric bad place. He's like, oh, we all have our bad places. And like, we could just tell that it's not. Um, afterwards, Kaya meets Jack, who says that he's there because he likes cocaine. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. is just a very... yeah, like, LOL, Jack, really? <laughs> uh, and he's just so happy about it, too. He's like, I'm yeah. here because I'm addicted to cocaine. And she doesn't believe him, but I was like, eh, I mean, he kind of seems he's like, like he's on coke right now. He kind of feels like he's too happy for the room. which He's, what... he's kind of got that coke energy. He's, got, he's too happy, and he just pitched me on four TV pl- pilots that yes, he's writing. Yeah. So I'm not sure. He just told me about all these different podcasts he's starting. <laughs> and the okay, second one what? is gonna be you know kind of an avant-garde thing like all right dude i don't want to listen to this anymore oh but what? come on um he tells kaya that he knows Derek and he knows what she is um and he says like hey i can get you out of here like i can break you out because she's in there kind of involuntarily um and she's like all right let's do it so um as they leave the room through the window that we see Sam and Dean arrive in the Impala. Um, and as Sam and Dean are walking up, he fills Dean on all of the backstory for Kaya, which is like her dad's dead. She overdosed. She has these weird visions. Um, 
Meanwhile, Jack and Kai are leaving. The group leader's like, hey, you guys can't be in there. And he just like puts him to sleep Castiel style, which we haven't seen Castiel yeah, do in forever. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I was like, this this dude kind of deserves it. Like if anyone deserves yeah. in this episode to get dropped, it's Dean Winchester that guy, and like, this dude, guy. That guy naps. <laughs> He's put to sleep. God, I wish I could nap like that. It's like when you just like you watch in a boxing match or something, someone gets just hit right on the chin and they just and go they to just sleep. Freaking, like it's like somebody literally turned out the lights. They just like are pulled yeah. the string and they're just like a, a yeah, bunch their body of limbs. Just stops yeah. working. Yeah, like absolutely. like Andy just came home in Toy Story and all the toys collapsed. That was this guy. I don't. What's a? I don't. What's who's Andy? You got to know what is. He's the man. He's the human boy in uh, D- uh, Pixar's Toy Story. Are there are there boys that aren't so human anyway? In outside Toy Story? No, Sam and D finally show up. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, yeah, the boys finally show up. They catch Jack. Um, I, I assume Dean just executes them both right there because it seems like it's kind of on par with his recent behavior. Yep. Um, no, he doesn't do that. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack explains what he's doing here. Um, and they say, hey, like, dude, what the fuck? Derek is dead. What did you do? Um, but yeah, Jack finally, he, he lets him know. What are you talking about? I, I didn't. I didn't kill Derek. Um, y'all tripping? Get out of my face! I'm I'm on coke right now. I'm fucking zooming. <laughs> I'm starting to podcast. Stay away from me. Um, I do like because when they when they could you tell I couldn't tell where I was in my notes yep. there. Uh, <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> when Jack and Kaya do bust out and they get into like the open, um, Kaya's like, "All right, see you later." And she's he's like, "But that wasn't yeah. the deal." And he's like, "She's like, no, I'm just leaving, bro. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere yeah. with your coked out ass." Um, yeah. and then when he tries to grab her, you think that Sam and Dean, who have rushed up behind him, are gonna like go over there and save her, and she just kicks Jack in the balls and decks him across the face. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I like this chick. This is good. Yeah, she's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. Um. But now we got to get into it. Now we got to figure out what what have you been doing, you little stinky boy? Yep. You got some explaining to do. Uh, he has been experimenting with going into other worlds, uh, but he couldn't see anything. So that's why he sought out Derek, uh, which gave him the ability to see Mary Winchester in the cage that Lucifer was in. Um, but he didn't let Derek die. He left uh, to go find Kaya, who was more powerful. Um, and then dean who is shocked sam and dean are shocked to hear that their mother is alive or like oh my god he's like yeah i can show you because my powers can be anything because it's season 13 and they, i'm, I'm yeah, I've, yeah, I, I don't cares? have 13 who seasons cares? of lore binding me down i can literally do anything i'm a nephilim um he just reaches out and does his little yellow lightning magic on his face and then they get the ability to see their mom being tortured which is yeah. super great <clears throat> um so dean obviously is immediately like holy shit like we that's that's fucking mom yep we we gotta go get her i guess that yeah we gotta go get her i guess that comes up a little bit later because we cut back to um we cut back to kaya Mm -hmm. and she is hitchhiking and she gets picked up in a sketchy station wagon um and immediately gets bonked on the head and thrown in the backseat by angels because of course it's fucking angels they're always violent always violent with the angels yep um and then before we can do anything else, we're back to Patience again, and she's having visions of not the apocalypse world that we've been seeing, but a different world with a different green filter being used. Yes. Um, and she <laughs> is seeing weird skulls and stuff, and she is seeing Jody in trouble. Yep. I have that exact note in my notes, by the way, of like, we could tell this is not uh, <laughs> purgatory because it's a different tint yeah. of blue. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Kaya wakes up in the middle of a wet pipe factory. Uh, the angels are like, hey, 
uh, we want Jack, uh, and we killed Derek, and they just drop a ton of lore on this woman, and I feel really bad for this chick who has been going through. She's like, like dude, I have wars. no idea what is going yeah, on. Yeah, dude, it really <laughs> you reminds were, you me. You were barking up the wrong tree. It reminds me of one of my favorite scenes in Supernatural, where uh, Sam and Dean are both like sirened up. I think there was a siren, um, and the siren like pits the two of them against each other, uh, and, and the siren is a dude for whatever reason. Yeah, I can't really yes, remember, yes, but yes. like. Because Dean didn't want a boyfriend um, or a girlfriend. He wanted a perfect brother. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, or some shit like that. But they're in the room with what? each other. And like, Sam and Dean just start, like, like the siren didn't know anything about the apocalypse. And they just start dropping uh, apocalypse lore. And the siren he's like, oh, my God. I think I still have the he's, gift. It's like, like, it's he, like the eating popcorn gift. Yeah. It's just that dude. Like, <laughs> he he's just like, holy sits, shit. He, he just sits the fuck down and is like, what is going on here? Um. So yeah, uh, they drop too much lore and say that they're going to use her for bait. Um, and now we find out that officially these are the angels that killed Derek the Dreamwalker. So now we know. Yes. Um, and then here, this is what I was trying to get at before. Um, Dean is now saying, like, holy shit, Sam, you were right this whole time. We should have been looking for mom. Um, and Dean is all fired up. And, and part of me was like, man, this seems really weird. Like Dean is like, but I, I don't know. I've been kind of talking shit about Dean a lot lately. Um, and I, I'm thinking like, is Jensen just kind of like going for a different kind of Dean here that I don't really understand. He still sort of seems like Xbox live Dean a little bit, like just a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> it turns out, no, Jensen doesn't just suddenly become a bad actor. He was just doing something a little different than I expected him to do. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I don't like, but at least it is, it's different. <laughs> this is, it's a weird thing because Dean in season 13, he starts in like full grief aggro mode. Uh, Castiel comes back and he like fucking rubber bands like he was last place in Mario Kart and just got the fucking blue shell to be so incredibly goofy and over the top that it kind of it felt good and I like that episode a lot I'm not taking anything away from it but it felt like it felt like when somebody tries way too hard to pretend that they're happy almost and now Mm -hmm. like now that he finds out that Mary is alive like the things that he's going to do throughout the rest of this episode like he's just way like I, I feel like Dean is just like all of his armor is off. Like all of the, like mm-hmm. his ability to fend off emotions is, t- are, is totally gone in season 13. So everything that happens to him has significant consequences immediately. Like he lashes out yeah. to do something, yeah. whether that's good. And he like putting on a cowboy hat or whether that's bad, like kidnapping a young woman who has obviously had a troubled life. Like, like he's mm-hmm. about to do, mm-hmm. I, you know, it can go either direction. Um, And you would get this example here where, He's kicking himself that, you know, we didn't go after after mom. And Jack is like, you guys actually thought I killed somebody? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> and Sam has yeah. to step up and be like, hey, we didn't know what happened. And Dean's like, hey, I thought you were looking for Lucifer. Uh, like, you know, and, and Jack is taking it back. He's like, why would I look for Lucifer? Like, he's, yeah. he's nobody to me. You guys are my family. And like. This gets to Dean in a way that we hadn't really seen with Jack before, where he says, yes, you are like what you did made you family like you you tried to Mm -hmm. rescue mary winchester Mm -hmm. which means we're family for life like which part of me is like really happy about that i'm like that's that's super nice this is a great moment for jack and dean but the other part of me is like is dean just saying that because like he's getting something out of jack now which is what he's been accusing sam of this whole time of saying you're just trying to use him as for your little science project to open up the gate to this other world but then as soon as dean realizes oh you're actually gonna work for me you're actually gonna get me the thing i want um uh, who are uh, yeah of course you're my little brother no no sweat let's go uh and it just seems you know i don't know it's it's a little weird it, and it's so so hard and so fast um but you know what you've been saying kind of his his all of his armor is off that immediate 
visceral emotional reaction to every thing that comes at him you know that that kind of makes sense and and i think that that's actually a really good way to look at it i had been complaining about some of the the dean stuff recently because it felt like we this was this is ground we've been over before but the way that you put it it's we've never really seen him fully stripped down like that with these immediate reactions all the time so it is actually pretty interesting yeah i and and i don't really necessarily agree like it feels kind of shitty for dean to have such a hate hard on for jack for most of the season and to doubt even as much as like three minutes ago of like he's going to go after lucifer um and we have to figure out a way to kill him to oh you're helping me out now you're my family like that doesn't yeah. feel great either like that doesn't it's gonna ha- it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out in the wrong long long run is it is it sloppy rushed writing we're like okay well we need to get um emotionally from point a to point b let's just you know let's just do it really quick yeah yeah um, let's, or let's is the, there some so, some greater thing that's kind of boiling underneath the surface that we're, we're gonna get into only time will tell um in the middle of this conversation jack starts freaking out because of angel radio uh why does jack mm. know angel radio why does that term that why jack he, knows why does he call it that it's super weird so we jump back over to patience um who is experiencing a C plot that I thought we had little time for, but not realizing that wayward sisters is next episode. So this is all building up to that. Um, yeah, she has, uh, this kind of confrontation with her dad where she wants to protect Jody. And she's saying that the visions never stopped. You know, she tried to push them down, but she can't because like most of the time it didn't really matter because the visions are told her like what somebody's going to wear the next day uh, or mm-hmm. whatever. But now like someone that's important to her is, is going to be hurt. Like she has to do this. Uh, her dad doesn't want her to go, but she she walks out anyway. You know, he says, if you go, like, don't come back. Like, one of those kind of things. Which seems a little out of character, because he lost his relationship with his mother because of this stuff. And it feels like, through that episode, this man would have learned, like, it's not worth throwing away family to avoid this stuff. Um, but that's, they got us, they had to set it up, I guess. It, um, also, like, you're girls in high school. <laughs> Like, yeah. like maybe don't yeah. be like, don't, don't give high schoolers. Like where's she going to go? Yeah, where's what? Like, you're just going to push her into this life more. Like, let her like, you should be helping her at this point. Not, not yeah. anyway. Um, we go back over to the wet pipe factory uh, where Kaya is telling one of the angels, like, nobody's going to come for her. I'm horrible for bait. Uh, I don't even rate a milk carton, which feels like a pretty good line. Um, so, yeah, she says she's not white. She's not rich. She's not blonde. Um, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Because in all of these, um, I don't know, missing persons cases, whatever you, you literally like, you only hear about like the little white girls. You never hear about the people of color who go missing and all these girls who are like trafficked or kidnapped or whatever, all these horrible things. We, you literally don't hear about it because the media only wants to talk about little white girls and just for the supernatural to just even sneak a line in there like that. I was like, wow. Okay. They don't need to dwell on it. We don't need to dwell on it. But I was like, okay, that's, that's some real shit that she just said to these angels and then they like spit on it two minutes later which is kind of weird we'll get to that but um yeah she just she drops some realness there uh the angel obviously believes otherwise and dean walks in uh with an angel blade to the other angel's throat um the first angel begs jack to come home um and then we get into a little fight uh jack does his magic thing where he knocks over the woman i don't know why but this magic thing that this particular aspect of it uh looks really corny to me like it looked corny Mm. to me in like the first season as well or the first episode as well where like he's doing the little throbbing waves and like people are floating in air in slow-mo or something i don't i don't know i don't don't know the the effect i think is is fine like the gold effect but the fact is that it's people hanging on wires 
doing weird um, hanging on wires stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> like suspended in midair, or that's what I assume because they they do look very awkward when he's knocking them back. Like they don't look cool or anything. Um. So she he knocks I, he, he makes the angels kill themselves right or one of them he makes one of them kill himself the other one gets knocked gets knocked down uh, and then goes away <clears throat> they have to like tell Kaya even more of a lore dump right like and, <laughs> yeah and like and she's and she's just straight up like absolutely not I don't want to have anything to do with any of you bye and I'm like thank you girl I think that this is the definitely the right way to go here yeah um yeah. meanwhile yeah, just, those are angels bad ones we hunt them <laughs> I'm the son of Satan let's do this baby uh Sam is like please like please do this please help us um jack says the plan the original plan was to take kaya to something called the wind caves uh which is a place where the walls between worlds are thin she's like absolutely not uh in any way like i can't even go to like different places i can only go to one world and it's super bad it's filled with these monsters and if they hurt me there then i'm hurt here as well and that's how she got all those scars yeah um and she's like absolutely not i'm not going to help you and sam was like okay no big deal. Maybe we can find another Dreamweaver, Dream Seer, Dream. What are we? What are we doing? Dreamwalking. Walker. Yeah. Be walking. Dreamweaver. Oh, uh, no. no, that's that's terrible. Um, but then Dean's like, absolutely not. He pulls his gun and tells her to get in the car and literally kidnaps a young woman to save. His so mother. that's that's what I was like. She literally just got over saying how like um, young women of color go missing and nobody cares. Like they get kidnapped, nobody cares. And then we see our hero. Dean Winchester put a gun to her head and say, like, you're coming with us. Like, this is a kidnapping. And I d- really, really didn't like the optics of this. If they hadn't said the line, it would have been a fucked up thing for Dean to do. But putting that line in there and then going and doing something like this, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, don't mention it and then do the thing. Like, we know as the audience, Dean's not going to kill her. But it's just looking at it, I was like, oof, that is, that does not look okay. I, I don't know. It just seems like they like ignored what they just said. Like, oh, we wanted to point out a statistic just for a witty line and not to actually like say a real thing. I'm like, well, that's disappointing that you're just you're just throwing this out there for no reason. And like, there's like I feel like this could be like this is the quick way, right? And maybe they are trying yeah, to show yeah, that Dean yes. is is willing to do anything. Like again, of course, going back to that metaphor of like, oh, his armor is gone. So he's willing to, now he is willing to do anything that he has to do to satisfy like his most immediate need, which right now is to save Mary Winchester. I just think that, you know, between him and Sam and Jack, they could have the conversation with this young woman of being like, Hey, look, like we know what your life is. If you run away, like we know what happens to people like you. Like, do you think Mm -hmm. the monsters are real in that universe? The monsters are real in this universe and they will chase you down. You need our help. Like, we can help you. We can protect you as opposed to pulling a gun and saying, get in the car. And I, mm-hmm. I really despise this because I feel like after everything that Dean has done, after all, all of it, especially his relationship with Claire, right. Um, yeah. it, it may be even a little bit patience, but patience hasn't been like a long running character. Like Claire has like his relationship with Claire has developed to, from the overprotective brother to not necessarily equal, but also like willing to let her be on her own and make her own mistakes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some of that would be reflected here. And instead he pulls the gun and says, get in the car. I think it's, and also like we had the moment earlier where Sam was filling Dean in on Kaya's lore, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, like all the, the trauma and all the shit that she's been through. And then we see her in this like therapy group, exposing more trauma, more shit that she's gone through. And then Dean goes, I'm going to stick a gun in your face and tell you to get in the car. I'm yeah. kidnapping you. And I just think that we could have, I totally understand the rationale behind like them saying Dean is in this emotional state. He is incredibly aggressively 
ready to save Mary because, of course, he feels guilty that he wasn't looking before. He didn't believe that she was alive, all this stuff. But I, I just think that there are better ways to handle this stuff, and it's it's just sloppy. It's just sloppy. I like this episode, but this shit is really sloppy. This just feels bad. Like this feels like mm-hmm. uh, like a, just a fundamental misunderstanding of of who Dean is as a character. And it's very mm-hmm. surprising mm-hmm. to me that this was written by Robert Barons. Like I, yeah. I would expect this from one of their like staff writers or for um, I mean, uh, wow, their name they just completely buckling. I would expect this from that where they just are like so in a hurry to get to the next thing, which is this huge mm-hmm. like moment. Like, and I think that that's what this is. This is a quick way to get Kaya and the group into the action scene at the end of this. Into the and unfortunately, when they get into the action scene, all I can think of is like this this girl who's been through so much. She was just kidnapped at gunpoint. And because Jack like shows her some pretty pictures while they're in the car, she's suddenly like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go along. Like it just doesn't. I feel like she would be like, go fuck yourself. We can all die here. Like you're gonna fucking put me in this situation. Like fuck you. Um. So I actually, when she comes around, because of this scene right here, I don't. I kind of don't buy that she would like join up with them. And that's and that's what happens. So they they get in the car. Jack is in the back seat. He leans over and he's like, hey, um, you know. I, you don't you don't only have to see the bad place you can see the good you can see the good place as well it's really great 30 minutes long nbc just a delightful show just check it out really great <laughs> ending um everybody was waiting for that joke right like i feel like they name an episode the bad place like you got to make the yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. um it's and exactly what you described like he starts to order all this good shit and we don't see it but she does she starts crying and he says our power can be good we could do good in this world. And then like from that point on, she's basically from what I can see completely forgiven in this group of people. Or maybe she's just caught mm-hmm. up in it. We don't have time to deal with it. But from that point on, she doesn't care that she's kidnapped and she's kind of on team free will 2.0. Right. Yep. She's just there. She's right. I mean, maybe when you're watching it live and there's commercial breaks and you're not taking notes on it, you're just sort of like, yeah, whatever. I mean, they're just trying to get from point A to point B, whatever. But we're not doing any of those things. No. We're, we're watching one episode a week. We're taking notes on them. And so sometimes when they do ugly shit, it, it kind of sticks with um a car comes out of nowhere the sedan comes out of nowhere dude that sedan they're whipping in that fucking sedan man dean t- drives them into a shipyard <laughs> which is yeah, I, don't know. I mean i guess I don't know what's going on the only the ship dude. the only time that we've ever been able to justify a wet pi- pipe factory being nearby is you know yeah um but this set is super cool yeah i know we we've seen it before in, in wayward sisters we you know, covered that if listener if you didn't know that we've covered that before um and I, I love they do like these big tracking shots. I don't know if they got some drones up in this piece, but it, it, it looks great. It really looks great. And and the production of this place and kind of the event happening here feels like a mid-season finale. It feels like we should have had an extra episode to lead up to this yeah. so that we can have this huge standoff and this awesome set piece. Um, but we, we blaze right through it. And I understand production costs and, and, and scheduling and all this shit. They can't always do everything that they want to do. Sometimes they have to to suddenly get Dean to put a gun to someone's head to get them in the car so they can move the plot and then just have her accept it so that they can move the plot. I understand. Yeah. But what if, you know, I am, um, I am just weirded out because they go into this and Dean is like, take her into the abandoned boat. <laughs> like it's, yeah, I, don't I don't know. It doesn't look like a safe place. It looks like a worse place. Have they place. been here before? Is this Garth's old house? Yeah. Boat? Like I'll count it for a minute. I actually thought like, is this, is this the, the house, the sa- house safe safe houseboat that we always saw that yeah. Kevin was in or whatever. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I, nobody's safe. Nobody's house. Nobody's boat. Uh, but instead Dean's like, I'm going to make the stand. Um, and you guys get away from here. And then the angel arrives, but at this time she brought like several sedans worth of backup. I don't know why 
this amuses me so much that these guys are driving around like mid nineties, uh-huh. kind of dusty, dirty, weird yeah. domestic sedans. Like, like, I don't, I don't know. get a cool just, car. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Very, it's just a very strange look when a bunch of angels get out of like, I don't know, a 92 <laughs> Altima. I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. What are you okay. doing in a 92 right. tan Altima, man? What are you doing? You're an angel. Uh, how many miles you got on that thing, man? Don't you teleport? Why are you driving? Yeah, what are you Is doing? Is everybody's are, are everybody's angels wings clipped? I don't get it. Um, Did we forget something? I keep thinking we forget something that we're we always forget something. Uh, Sam, uh, Dean immediately starts running away. He realizes he can't win this fight. Sam has been making what I thought was originally going to be the banishment glyph, but it turns out to just be angel wards in general, um, preventing them from getting into this giant boat. Um, they. They they kind of go upstairs through the the decks of the ship, and as Sam is making more and more wards to keep the angels away, and they don't really know what they're gonna do until Kaya is like, "Hey, you wanted me to make a door? Like, let's make a door. Like, let's do this." Mm-hmm. Um, and meanwhile, the angels post up outside. They kind of line up on the deck facing the ship, and they they kneel down and they start hammering the ground with their knives. Uh, and as they do so, every beat, like, it's starting to weaken the wards. And that's incredibly cool looking. Like, I think that yeah, is this, super this dope. Was, I, I think I texted you that this was, I was like, this is pretty epic. Yeah, dude. <laughs> not, to, like, not to use the word epic, but, like, it's pretty cool. Like, and it's just, we, we get it so briefly. We sped to this moment, and obviously I've had problems with it, but we sped to this moment. I'm like, damn, this is, like, a really cool setup. They're in this set. And these angels with pounding pounding and we're seeing the glyph slowly wear away I'm like this is fucking tight it's extremely dude. dope it's extremely cool uh jack starts doing his magic with kaya and he starts um he goes into the place that she sees the bad place there does, are, she, does he make her put her feet in epsom salt no epsom salt around i, I guess they didn't huh. i guess she's young enough she doesn't huh. have to grandma up before she i'm assuming yeah, only grandmas yeah. use epsom salt i don't really know i've never why do you? I don't even know why you use that. I had salt. to use it before. I had some. I had some feet issues okay. when I was in college, and I had to use it to like soften the skin a little bit. I guess I should. But call you know, it, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I shouldn't call it a grandma thing because I'm sure like people with feet oh no, issues it's everywhere. for sure a grandma thing. Okay, well, sorry if you're not a grandma and you do this. It's okay to be a grandma. Yeah, yeah. Like I just nothing wrong with being it, a grandma. I just kind of assume that if, like if your feet are in a thing of Epsom salt, you've got days of our lives on the TV and like an aspect <laughs> ratio that doesn't yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just stretched out yep. or something. That's the most accurate thing you've ever said about my grandma. <laughs> It's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's got an Afghan. Uh-huh. Where do you get the uh-huh. Afghan, Grandma? Why do your gr- other grandma friends to give you Afghans all the time? Yeah. Come on, what is going on? Um, everything's super stressful. This is building up. Jack is seen into the bad place where all of these huge bones are laying around, like these huge monster bones, which are a very cool effect. Um, there's human-looking monsters kind of coming out of the woodwork in this other world. Jack urges her to let go. And when he does, it it, it works. When she does, it works. Uh like the her his vision of this world kind of zooms out and we can see lights of other worlds around like this all of these different universes um and he's able to put her her attention onto the apocalypse world um meanwhile wards are melting off the wall uh jack is finding mary uh looking completely dead but he's getting pulled back to the back place to the bad place and then back like he's kind of flickering back and forth because she cuz kaya can't really handle the power that he's and then Akaya sees this hooded figure and then just begins screaming. Uh, mm. And it's uh, like, and not just like one long keel, but like multiple high pitched screams. And it's just extremely yeah, I couldn't terrifying. tell if they were just repeating it or if she just kept screaming. I don't think so. Like I think, and I, I hope it's the latter because the latter is way more effective to me than the former. So yeah. 
Um, yeah, shit is shit is popping off, as as might say. Things are going wrong. Things are going wrong. Yes. Um, as she begins screaming, the angels disintegrate. Yeah, they just like disappear. Uh, Jack and Kaya disappear. They leave a door behind. Um, and like every- everything kind of like it just it, there's all this noise, and then it's suddenly quiet. Exactly. Builds up to this. It's actually climax. A pretty. It, that's also a very cool effect. Yes, absolutely. Um, we go to Jody, who is leaving a a message for Sam when Patience knocks on her door and says something bad is coming. Uh, outside of the ship on the deck, we see the the angel marks that we've seen when angels die. We we occasionally <laughs> see it when angels die, not always, but sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Uh, we, so I guess they do have wings. <laughs> yeah. Um. We see, we see an angel blade just melted into the ground. Do you fuck, see that shit? Dude, that was fucking awesome. I was about to just They did a lot of, like, the, just this one random scene with these angels was so cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, they whipped up in these station wagons. They, I mean, but... they whipped up in a fucking, like, brown Geo Pinto, and then all of a sudden, all this stuff starts <laughs> with happening. With the wood paneling on the side. Oh, dude. I'll, if I ever become rich, like, getting Autumn a, like, restored 70s Jeep with the wagoneer with the with the wood paneling would be like the best present I could ever get her. She <laughs> loves that shit. Um we see all of the dead angel wings like on, on the wall. Uh, we see the melted knives. Um Kaya is knocked out on the side of a road in some grass. We don't really know where that is. Um we go to Mary who is bloodied, but she's alive. Jack is on the ground next to her, so he made it over. Uh Sam and Dean though, they wake up in what is obviously the bad place because again a different tent than purgatory. Green, green tent, to everything. tent to it. Giant monster bones everywhere. Giant monster um, bones. Uh, they're walking through, and um, the camera zooms out um, up top again, utilizing those drones. And we see this that they're actually walking in a huge monster print, and like a like a yes. three toed monster print. And we hear this is like the Jurassic Park booming as something uh-huh. is getting closer to them. It's so ridiculous. It is so far from where we started in Supernatural. But for some reason, I'm just so on board with this shit. 100% into it. I don't know. There is, you know how in Lord of the Rings, you have, um, you have Aragorn, who's kind of like, he's the badass. He's the Dean Winchester, right? He's the one who can do all these cool things. But the story's not about him. The story follows other characters. I almost like am kind of okay with them saying, Sam and Dean are these cool badasses, but they're now the Aragorn. The story is not about them anymore. It's about these other characters coming together to save Sam and Dean and to, to follow their stories with the help of these guys who have been around for 13 seasons. Something about the the setup and like knowing what comes next, which it's a goddamn shame the Wayward Sisters did not become a thing. Um, but there's just there's just some there was something in the air with this shit. Even though I was mad at part of this episode, that just made me think, yes, this is working. I want to see what these characters are gonna do without Sam and Dean. I want them, I want Sam and Dean on the board, but I don't want them as the main players anymore. I want to see Supernatural do something a little bit different. And it seems like we got so close to that. Not that I would obviously not want Sam and Dean back, but we got so close to just something a little bit different that seems like it could be really cool. And then, obviously, as we know, it's it it doesn't it doesn't stick. It's um, I like that idea. Like, because one of the best moments in Lord of the Rings is when Gandalf shows up, right, and like saves everybody. Right, when they, right. And like having Dean and Sam kind of fulfill that role to a certain degree, I think would be really really interesting. Dean specifically, I think Dean would be super good at coming in and being the last minute Calvary. I think that would be really mm-hmm. fun. Uh. I, I'm the thing that I'm most interested in. I've been on board for the alternate universe since the beginning. Um, I remember seeing this in the preview for Wayward Sisters and just thinking like, oh shit, like non-humanoid monsters. Like they are going to spend the budget yep. and yep. give us like something that is not just 
a dragon that is a dude in a suit that makes a whooshing right. noise when it disappears. So I hope they've been teasing with that, that with us. They've been teasing us with this all season. Um, we saw this when Asmodeus was like trying to raise the weird creatures out of the ground. I got super excited about that. Like we've seen this with the footprints. Um, I, I hope we can keep going with some of that because I'm, I want to see like the best thing that a TV show or a movie or even a video game can do for me nowadays is just get weird. Like mm-hmm. I just want to see something different and interesting and cool looking that doesn't, isn't just like the normal and they've got, they've had 13 seasons to do, you know, yeah. stuff like now is the time, especially I have to imagine, I don't know exactly the timing, but like maybe at this point is when they're starting to think about like, should we wrap this up? Like is 15 a good round mm-hmm. number or whatever? I, so a, the alternate universe, I think gives them a lot of room to play in. B, the multiple universe thing gives them like all these weird mutant creatures that you could see. Like I, I don't even need to see them. Like I just want to be scared by them. Like I don't yeah. need you. I don't yep. need you to shine like, the light. We see the on Wendigo. It. Like we see the Wendigo like once or twice in that yeah. episode. Yeah, episode two of this show. But we, when we see it, we know it's a monster. All we see is like its silhouette from far away. But now we know that they're fighting a monster, and that shit is just so fucking cool. And I wish we could just do a little more of that. A little more of that, and a little less like you know karate with angel blades. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't need I don't need mm-hmm. Dean oh, Winchester oh, to be a yes. black belt with yeah. an angel blade. I just I just yeah. want to see him shoot a monster. Uh, but all of this and all of the rest of the stuff, uh, I remember being very confused about who Kaya was um, when, mm-hmm. we, when we covered. Yeah, we had Wayward no idea who she or Patience. We didn't, really didn't know who Patience was. No, no, no. So I remember watching this and going like, I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, and and being right about it because we just hadn't been introduced to him. I'm now that they're setting that up. I'm even more disappointed that Wayward Sisters never took off because I like all of these characters and I think all of them have. Yep really good chemistry together and i think all of them are going to have like we're gonna have a really great episode next week like i think it's going to be really really fun um it's it's a shame that this didn't happen maybe a year later than it did um and i know it's it's too late now but when you look at something like um netflix shows with with their marvel stuff where it was like a kind of individual seasons part of a collective universe and and now what the Mandalorian seems to be doing for for Disney is we've got these Star Wars stories, but now we're gonna branch off and we're just doing one season about this other character. We're gonna do one season about this other character, um, and it doesn't have to be a long continued thing. But you're getting this this solid product from us essentially. And it's like if if circumstances had been a little bit different, obviously CW is a TV channel funded by advertisers. They want to fund shows that are going to have uh you know viewers and long-standing um you know marketability or whatever so if they just said we're making wayward sisters it's one season but you're going to get this whole story about these great characters like on on a streaming surface that sounds great it's never going to happen on tv but just the idea of that maybe if it had come a little bit later maybe they they could have done something cool with this and it's it's such a shame but i will i mean not to say that it not to say that you're wrong or to disagree with you but like it's really frustrating me because CW is literally doing this on their network. Like if you, oh, yeah. if you look yeah. at all of their DC TV stuff, like they had, a, they've had multiple crossover events where part one was arrow and part two was the flash and part three was the legends of fuckheads or whatever that show was called. Yeah, like, God damn, God damn. Like it. they have literally done, they've created like a multiverse, like yeah. a, a, they have created Canon that is outside of movies. Like they've, they've created like a bunch of the stuff that's existed. They've just done that with DC characters and with what feels like a totally different administrative staff, that's rooting for those shows because mm-hmm. the idea that you would pick something 
that you would overlook the Wayward Sisters for something like that vampire show or whatever the fuck that was that got picked. And then you would also green light Walker, Texas Ranger, which is, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to judge Walker, Texas Ranger or anything. I'm just saying like, it's the, one of the least interesting premises for a show that I can think of in 2021. Yeah. I, especially compared to Wayward Sisters, right? Like, which mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can expand the mythology of these shows and really go a bunch of different places. And then fucking Jared Jensen could have retired from Supernatural and then just been guest stars from time to time. Dude, imagine. Um, I know. I know this is all wishful thinking, but it's just, you know, imagine, the, the possibilities. And we're coming back to this, what, two years later now? And it's just the pain is resurfacing. It really is. Yeah, I don't know exactly. But like, I remember at the time I was pretty upset about it. No, shit, Chris. It's three years ago. It's 12, 7, 17 uh, is when this episode came out. Um, I, but man, I just I get I get so mad at the the wasted potential for the Supernatural universe and how like. I haven't read all of the books. I've only read pieces and parts. We've done some comics and things like that. Like, I just don't think any of that stuff has ever really touched the the potential that the show has for really cool, interesting storytelling. And I, I just, I'm like, like imagining, you know, the, 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 I don't even want, I don't even want Dean to be like a white knight for the, for the sisters or anything, but just have them stumble in the same case that he's hunting on the side or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just have it be a the fun... way that Sam and Dean will randomly show up. And it's like, Oh, Hey Jody, you're here. Yeah, exactly. Um, or but now it's like, all right, we get to work with the, with the Winchesters, literally like Nancy drew with the Hardy boys. That's how those, those books have always been I just <laughs> long standing children's mystery novels. That's how that shit's always been. We got, we, we can have the way sisters and then like they'll run into Sam and Dean sometimes. And it would just be the most magical thing ever it's such wishful thinking give us the supernatural video game give us the supernatural video game you cowards is where i'm going to end up on this this is a good episode i um i talk about the episode specifically i very much disagree with some of the stuff that the the way they represented like actual like therapy and then and then also the way that they treat kaya as as far as just kidnapping her and then they just brush it aside pretty easily is is pretty egregious but otherwise and that's just you know that's just bad writing that's sloppy it is what it is. Not to mention, Sometimes. like, we didn't really talk about this in detail, but, like, adopting this American Indian dreamwalker thing and then murdering most of the people that are able mm-hmm. to do it really quickly, like, that seems mm-hmm. kind of bad. <laughs> like, also... Seems a little bad. Seems, seems a little bad. Little, it's sloppy. Um, it's sloppy. It's careless. Um, obviously, the end result is still a, a lot of fun. It's very enjoyable. All that Angel stuff was super cool. For once, Angels did something cool. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know these are the kind of mistakes that supernatural just keeps making. Yep. And I don't think they're ever going to learn at this point. I, I don't either. Like I fully expect to have these same complaints with something that happens in season 15. Like, absolutely. It's just the way that it is, you know? And, um, but accepting that doesn't mean that we have to be okay with it. If that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also like, you know, we don't have to harp on it. We don't have to be okay. Okay. On it either. So yeah, I, um, I will say that like going back to like, I, I can't imagine I, could not possibly have imagined a situation where I'm, I'm enjoying season 13 as much as I am. Like it's astonishing that they've had one episode that really was kind of like, eh, and then like eight great ones, <laughs> like maybe not great, but it's, like it's been it, a really yeah. good win ratio for season 13 so far. Something that I've been doing is kind of putting my phone down a little bit more when I watch supernatural, my phone for taking notes and just sort of watching the episodes and then being like, oh shit, okay, I gotta, I gotta type up stuff. And even now, when I'm uh, talking to you, I'm looking at my screen, but I'm not reading my notes like I normally would. I'm listening to you talk, and I'm jumping in. And it's because these episodes have been so solid and so entertaining that I'm, I don't feel like I... Plus, I watch them the same day that we record now, which is new. Um, <laughs> so I just feel like I can just kind of like roll with the episode for the, for the most part, um, which is a, a unique thing, even just as like recording podcasts about Supernatural. This season has felt a little bit fresher in some ways. I am... Um... I also want to mention 
as as someone that really appreciates the cinematography of Supernatural sometimes, this this episode had and this season has had a bunch of good shots. But there were some mm-hmm. points, um I mean there's a conversation during when they were when they when Jack hold on, let me think about wait where exactly this was, because I forgot to put it in my notes. It's about thirty minutes into the episode, so it has to be like um when they're trying to convince Kaya to come with them and, and Dean kidnaps her where the camera is cutting and zooming and it, it just feels really disconnected and bad, which again, mm-hmm. Robert Barron's and director Phil Segrish, I don't usually see these. I don't usually have these complaints about them. So it's really unusual. I don't know what they're doing. It feels like they're trying to do new stuff and a lot of it is not working for me at all. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't land. There's a scene of like patience, leaving her dad behind or whatever and it like zooms in on her face with him in the background i'm like what is happening here <laughs> uh, yeah it was just like it was just very clumsy some of the stuff is extremely weird but yeah good episode um yep, yep. thank you for everybody for listening we really appreciate it uh, if you want to support the show patreon.com slash monster of the week is the place to do so um you get all kinds of cool benefits you can go check any of that stuff out we have a bunch of people that have been dming us and writing to us on twitter uh, all that kind of stuff has been super fun. Thank you very much. Uh, I forgot. I'm going to shout out uh, our buddy Dean Demonic. Uh, I meant he sent us he sent us beers that Jensen made by oh, hand. Oh yeah, um, that's th- super cool. I I meant to uh, I, I picked them up on Tuesday. I, we were going to record on Tuesday, and I was going to drink them on air, but then I forgot. Um, well, then we didn't record Tuesday, and then I forgot this time. So yeah. Um, but thank you very much for sending us beers. We super appreciate yeah, that. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, I hope everybody had a good Christmas and New Year and all that other business. Uh, we'll be back next week with Wayward Sisters. All right. And you know how it usually has like the all caps letter, like Jack and Kay, I disrupt the world. This one is Catherine Newton, Kim Rhodes, Catherine Romdeen, Brianna Buckmaster, Clark Bacco, and Yadria Guarva Prip returned. Fuck. <laughs> but it's Wayward Sisters, everybody. Get hype. Get hype. See, sorry, hold on one second. Autumn got a bill. This is just a random conversation. Autumn got a bill for, um, this is going to sound super disgusting, so apologies, right? Uh, but like they were deworming, like they were checking her for worms. And the way you do that is to huh. do like a, like a fecal thing. Okay. Um, and she got the bill today in the mail and it was $631. What the fuck? And she starts freaking the fuck out. <laughs> and she like calls yeah. the body and is like, no, that's, that's not right. It should only be $35. And then she just texted me. And this is why I got, conf- this is why I got totally distracted. She's like, it turns out that Beasley's egg count was 631. <laughs> not the, not the dollar count. And I don't know if that's a lot of eggs or not. I don't know if that means that there's, I don't know what happens in horse poop, but yeah, I got really distracted. Um, you didn't mention that it was for your dog, by the way. It was a horse. Oh, for okay, horse. for the horse, right. You didn't, I'm sorry, let me say that again. You didn't mention that it was for an animal. Oh, you just assumed that it was Autumn's fecal count that we were <laughs> and looking at? And I just at? thought, okay. I don't know they did that for per- for people, but I'm not going to be weird about it. I've seen plenty of stuff in this world. I'm not going to be weird about <laughs> it. Jeremy's I'm, not being weird about it, so maybe I won't be weird about it either. <laughs> yeah, the, the, amount of, the amount of things that I've witnessed at my time working at the hospital, you know, it, it changes you forever. All right, let's talk about some other outtakes so we can actually have stuff for the show, huh? Yeah, because I can't include any of that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it was my sister's wedding. I, I did that. How did that go? Um, it was... 
I'm very glad that I didn't do uh, a whole wedding when I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only been to a couple of weddings in my life. Uh, one of them was a lot, like I've been to one of my mom's where, uh, well, technically, I guess I was at two of my mom's because I was like, you know, in the womb at the first one. But for sure, for sure. Um, like that was just a quick like justice of the peace kind of situation on the second one. Uh, never went to any of, the, any of my mom's other weddings because, like, I mean, come on, you get two. Like, I'm not going to go to the other, like, four or whatever. <laughs> two max. Come on. You push, you push me a lot here. Uh, and then I, I've been to, like, one kind of, like, fancy dress-up wedding, but I had no responsibilities whatsoever. I was simply a guest. Uh-huh. So this is really the first wedding that I was at that I had. I was, A, in the wedding party, um, and then, B, was there to help, like, set up stuff um, ahead of time. And it just seems like an enormous amount of pain in the ass and work. And it was beautiful. And I think they had a really great experience. I, I don't know that I care about, and this is going to sound horrible. <laughs> don't know that I care about I my family it. enough to, to care about spending that kind of time with them to do that, that to have that experience with them. Mm-hmm. Dude, as you know, I've gone to a hundred weddings in the last couple of years. Yeah, I do. Like me or Jess is always involved. Uh, I was not involved. I mean, the ones that Jess is involved with, it's usually I'm not. But I've set up three different weddings. I'm carrying tables and shit. I'm like, yeah. yo, I drove an hour to get here and I need to take a shit and you're having me move tables right now? Are you for real? <laughs> um, we've done that so many times and we finally, we've had a break and we've been free. Oh, no, that's just kidding. We went to a wedding two months ago. Um, but for the most part, we've had a break and then um, a couple days before Christmas, my sister got engaged and the whole family was so excited. And uh, I was just like, I'm super happy for you. Uh, please, please don't invite me. I know that you always say that I'm your favorite person. Uh, dear sister, please don't invite me. <laughs> I don't want to be there. Uh, I'm not interested. I love you. I don't want to be there. Um, and this was like also right when I got COVID. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to straight jump off the building. Like, I don't, I don't want to know about anybody's good news anymore. I'm just trying to cough it up here in self-isolation. And I'm not going to your wedding. I don't want to think um, about it. Like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about stuff. it. And of course, I'm going to that wedding. Of course. Of course. <laughs> She's my sister. Yeah. But God damn it, people. And I will say, like, uh, like there was the, once everything was happening, um, she looked beautiful the the dress was beautiful the ceremony was was beautiful but it was also you get a couple of drinks locked in oh dude um so it was kind of a weird setup where uh this place we were at we were at the reception hall where they the the brides uh and the bridesmaids and the grooms and the groomsmen were getting ready um and then all of them like walked down and it was like a long way and you go like across a pond <laughs> onto this little platform where oh. the ceremony was. And my sister wanted to do like this really long, like walk up. So like, if you're sitting, in, if you're in the audience of this wedding, you're looking across this platform, uh, you're seeing this gorgeous lake. And then the other side of it, like you're seeing this beautiful woman in a white dress, like walking down and coming to you. Right. Um, so that procession, it was two of the groomsmen, was the flower girl and the guy and like two of the bridesmaids or whatever. Um, and so me and like, we were standing there, we're waiting for the girls to get ready. Cause it was taking forever. And the guy, like the, at the same time, the caterers are setting up and they had finally set the bar up. And one of the guys looked at me and was like, you want to do a shot? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do a shot. Yeah, yeah, so literally all everybody in there, including my sister, the bride was like knocking back a, a shot of uh, maker's mark or something. And they were like, you want a second one? Do... And I'm like, dude, I got to walk a long way. <laughs> I had to do a lot of that stuff, dude. So we, my other sister's wedding stayed at a haunted hotel, um, which was fun. And um, 
I was the only, I, I guess the 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 groomsmen and and the groom and all them were on a different floor for the most part, but I was right next to the bridal suite where my sister was. So I became the errand boy. Yep. Me and Jess had like just cracked open a drink, and then my sister texted me. She's like, "Can you come over here for a second? I go in, and she's like, "Everybody needs to be ready in one hour." I'm like, "One hour," but that's very soon. So I like <laughs> rush, get my suit on, and all this stuff. This is when I had like really long hair. Ten minutes later, I'm like, I'm I'm soaked in sweat because it's like the middle of the summer. It's so hot in this place. Um, and I have to run down to the groomsmen, and they're all sitting there. They had just gotten an order of chicken wings delivered. I was like, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> the bride just said we gotta get moving we gotta get moving they sit there they're eating they're drinking beer i'm sweating it out i gotta get everybody's lapels on i don't know what i'm doing it was just the well i just smacked my mic again come on chris uh, it was the ultimate wedding hustle and then i finally get everybody down there and and it is two hours before my sister finally shows up oh my like, god are you fucking kidding me i've never been this sweaty in my goddamn life <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable i will say it was uh so we were in North Louisiana in you know January, um, and it was we, it was right after like a real big rain came through, so it was overcast and the wind was just hitting, man. Like it was it was very chilly, and uh, just to stand outside, it was very very chilly. And I was in like a like a suit or whatever, so like I was I was cool, but like you know the women are showing up in dresses and heels, mm-hmm. and that's not they they were they were just freezing. Um, my sister had the foresight to order custom blankets for everybody. Oh, so you just like rolled up and then you just grabbed up like this real fuzzy, comfortable blanket that you can then just put on yourself, which I thought was and like matched all the colors. That's fun. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it was actually pretty dope. I was like, and I forgot to get one. I feel so bad. Um, what, I'm curious. The, we had a bit of drama the night before in the wedding. Ooh. And I may be I may be talking out of school, but I don't think I'll ever like outside of my sister and her boyfriend or her f- husband who are not going to be listening to the mm-hmm. outtakes of Watch mm-hmm. the Week number 212. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that I'll be hanging out with any of the rest of those people. Um, apparently the best man, uh, I hung out with him and like we all hung out as a group the night before the wedding and we were just drinking having a good time and him and the groom, my brother-in-law, uh, apparently have quite the storied history together of getting in trouble um, but what the bri- what the best man likes to do is like go night shooting. What the fuck? <laughs> so, which is I don't know if you've ever like I don't know how much hunting you've done in your life. I'm yeah, ass- I live in Massachusetts. Assuming none. I'm assuming you've absolutely never done anything like this. <laughs> uh, but like you can go like something that I did is like go uh, like shine deer, right? So you you get out on a vehicle or ATV or whatever. You carry this high powered flashlight and like you you shine deer. And of course they freeze and you're like, oh hey, there's a deer. Um, but then this dude would then shoot the deer ah. <laughs> in the middle of the night. Um, and he's telling all of these stories about how they did this. And like, there was a time he was riding on top of the vehicle and another dude was shining and they got caught by like the games warden and all this stuff. And I'm like, and it's fun. We're having a good time. These are all cool stories or whatever. Like we're not, not even necessarily cool stories, but they're funny stories. Like they're interesting. They're right, good right, old right. boys. Like we're all like, it's all of his friends. Everyone's having a good time. It's relaxed, whatever. Um, so like me and Autumn go go to bed early. Like it's relatively we're probably like nine or ten o'clock. Um, so the next morning I get up and I'm texting my sister and I'm like, I am here to be your bitch boy. Like whatever whatever you need, mm-hmm. like let me know. They can't do anything till ten AM and she's like, Well, look, we're having an issue. We don't know if the best man's gonna be there. And I'm like, Excuse me? <laughs> so apparently this dude got he kept drinking after we left and kept drinking and kept drinking and was like, Hey, uh we should go we should go riding we should go night shooting or whatever and uh, my brother-in-law which was of course was like no 
yeah. <laughs> don't want to get arrested the night before my <laughs> wedding. Like, absolutely not. Uh, so then the best man was like, you're a fucking pussy. Like, I can't believe you wouldn't want to blah, 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 blah. And it, you know, and all of a sudden he's texting, um, the best man is texting his girlfriend, who's one of the bridesmaids, to be like, Do you, we should just get out of here. And she's I made the mistake of showing the text to my sister. And then my sister goes fucking crazy. She's freaking out and this whole nine. And then... Like it was kind of a weird thing, like and I, because I met up with the the girlfriend a little bit later. And I was like, "So is everything cool?" And she's like, "I have no idea." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, oh my God. <laughs> cool, oh my cool, God. cool, cool." And then they just all showed up, and everything was fine. <laughs> like it was okay. so fucking. So I weird. thought you were gonna say they went night shooting. No, no, they, and something went horribly wrong. <laughs> you were waiting, but you were thinking like, "Oh, one of the one of the groomsmen got his hand blown <laughs> off by a gun." Yeah. Oh man. Um. We had, I mean, there was a little drama at one of the weddings that we went to, but it was, like, way, way milder. Um, I don't even know if I should tell this story. We, one of the weddings we went to, one of the bridesmaids, we're all in our late 20s, one of the bridesmaids um, had uh, never slept with anyone before, okay. and she really wanted to lose her virginity at this wedding. So she approached one of the fellas, and... Um, Weird flex, was like, but okay. Yeah, he was like, okay, sure. Um, but just so you know, like, I'm flying back across the country tomorrow... So there's, there's not like, you know, I, I'll, I'll hang out with you all night. I don't do whatever you want. We'll have a good time, but I'm leaving tomorrow. Um, and of course that's what happened. And this girl was like devastated, like halfway, like as soon as she got a couple of shots in her at this, at this wedding, that's when everything hit. Like, oh my God, I'm in love with you. And that was the only drama that we had seen. That seems like healthy wedding drama. Wow. Um, I thought you were about to tell me about some night shooting happening, yeah. someone getting arrested, or actually, I really, someone being mistaken for a deer. I don't. I don't know. Someone could have gone night shooting. I don't know if the guy actually went or not. Like, because I, I, all I know is that they kind of got into a fight about it. So, um, damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Night shooting on the night of the wedding. It was wild. Um, the good Sounds news. Wild. The 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 really really cool thing that happened. Um, I mentioned this a little bit in the Discord, but uh, me. My, my family tree is so fucked up with half sisters and stepsisters and things like that, right? So, <clears throat> the sister that got married is uh, my technically my half sister, but it's the sister I grew up with, and she's she's from my mom, so we share the same mom. Um, said mom had a kid like way later after either one of us. Um, so I'm forty; I just turned forty, and that sister uh, just turned twenty-two. Wow. Um. But since mom passed, um, she's been with her dad. And I don't think that her dad would have been like super weird about us hanging out or anything. But I have just enough history with that dude where I kind of didn't. And I'd, you always, I don't know if you always have always had that thing of like, I should definitely reach out. I'm doing the wrong thing by not. Yeah. All that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, so my sister invited the younger sister to the wedding um, and she came. And she brought her uh, boyfriend with her, and so we got to, we were able to reconnect. Um, That's good. That's good. She was like, you know, I came up and I was like, yeah, this is super awkward. She's like, I know, but like, I'm super excited to be here. And I was like, okay, well, the girls want you in the in the wedding thing. So I ushered her in there, um, and she hung out in there for a while. She took pictures with us after the wedding because she's part of the family. And I was like, well, look, right. I said, I don't want to, I don't want to like a lose touch. Like, I don't want this to be a weddings funeral relationship right so let's hang out so um we're recording this on thursday so me and her are going to go to get lunch on saturday that's um, nice and i'm gonna try to like keep up with that relationship that's good that's good but she was like asking me questions and it was hard for me to remember like probably haven't seen the girl since he was 10 um 
and, and so it's like hard to remember her name and like what grade she's in and stuff like that <laughs> well not even that just like she doesn't remember <laughs> what anything. her favorite color is she or... was like wait a minute like you you have another sister like besides the one i was like oh yeah i've got a sister and a brother and she was like oh my god i had no idea and i'm like of course wow. you know she, it was just stuff like that like we just don't know one mm-hmm. another so mm-hmm. um yeah family so, man weddings my family's pretty small because i have um uh my two sisters and you know it's finally starting to grow because i you know have a nephew now um who i met through a car window i don't know if i told you that no but congratulations. Um, yeah yeah it was like uh the day oh or maybe it was christmas maybe it was christmas that he, they came by um that's awesome she's, yeah she just was like hi merry christmas i'm like thanks like i guess i'm no longer contagious i met her baby through the car window and my grandmother came out my sister was like no no we're leaving <laughs> it's too much <laughs> getting out of here <laughs> so um yeah, I have my, you know, my two sisters, my parents, and then uh, my family in Arkansas. And that's basically it. It's just like, and then my family in Arkansas is just my, my uncle. He's the only one I see now. So, uh, yeah, family's pretty small, I guess. <laughs> yeah, mine is, mine is super weird because, like, my dad's side is just him and a wife. And then there's, uh, I have an uncle, his brother, but they don't get along very well. So they never speak to mm-hmm. each other. And we don't really have any beef, but we just don't like hang out or communicate or anything like we're friends on facebook and we're not mad at each other or anything but like we also don't go out of each other's ways to to like hey do you want to come in for such and such as birthday like we're not that close Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then there's a brother on my mom's side but he's a piece of shit so i don't ever (laughs) fuck with that dude (laughs) and i think he's i know he's got a couple of kids that i'm like they're technically my cousins but i haven't yeah no idea actually yeah i forgot i have two i have two younger cousins They're, they're both in their 20s now we were always pretty close growing up um and uh, I used to live with their dad, so I'd see them all the time. But he moved out and basically just don't, they're not really close with their dad. And, you know, so they just um, don't really see them anymore. That's kind of sad. Um, and my, my dad essentially doesn't have a family. So like on his side. So yeah. it's, it's real, it's real small. It's actually kind of, <laughs> now that I'm like saying it all out loud, I'm like, oh damn, it's like four of us. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. Like growing up was all in um, my I was all in my stepdad's family, which is huge. There were four brothers. They all had family. So like, uh, each of the brothers has had kids. And so there were a bunch of cousins that were kind of my age. And now those cousins have all, you know, they're all my age now, of course, but they have married with kids, um, with the exception of one, which I think I talked about on this podcast. He was like, yeah, the bath salts really fucked me up and now I'm schizophrenic. Um, oh, no. <laughs> he wasn't at the wedding. Thankfully we missed out on all of that activity. Oh, uh, but so there's like a large amount of like, but all of that is technically like my step family. And mm-hmm. I don't even know, I'm not a hundred percent sure if my mom was divorced from this dude when she died. So I don't know if we're still step families or not. Interesting. <laughs> so, Interesting. Um, and then there's all kinds of confusing things because like, um, my stepsister, Jessica has kids. Um, and one of like one of her kids is named Morgan. So I technically have like a niece named Morgan, but I also have a brother named Morgan. <laughs> so like it's that's complicated. And then, you know, I have I'm sure I've told you before. I have two sisters named Emily because, you know, that's yeah. yeah so like it's just it's just very confusing. I, I don't know how you keep track. Of, I have two sisters and uh, I forgot that one of their, them had a different last name now. <laughs> I was like, who is this? Who is this person trying to talk to me? Uh, and then I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I forgot you got married like five years ago. <laughs> Changed your last name to your husband's last name. My bad. Yeah, my my sister did the thing um, where she just she changed her name, but she didn't include her maiden name as a middle name. 
Um, so it just turned into, you know, Emily, whatever. And on, on Facebook mm-hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like I, yeah, had, I was confused for a moment and I was like, wait a minute, yeah. but like you, you need to put your maiden name in there, girl. So I know who the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Supernatural. Let's do it. All right. We can talk about supernatural. It's five o'clock here. It's four o'clock there. Yeah. Sun is the sun is set. I was going to say the sun is setting. There's no more sun. It's gone. Yeah. It's been. We have finally reached you, you, the shittiest you, of weather. I, you were spared having to hear me talk about visual novels. Oh, thank God. Oh, did you start playing 13 Sentinels or whatever the fuck? Not yet. I do have it. Um, I'm not going to... Okay. I started a, a visual novel in like two hours into the story. I got the bad ending, right? And I was like, huh? Okay. I look it up and it's like, oh, you start a new game and that now you can like do all these, these things. How, what, how would I know? How would I know that? Like I just played this game for two hours reading stuff making choices and then i get the bad ending two hours in and then it's like oh yeah that's actually not the game at all that's the prologue to the game once you fail and get murdered uh by a secret murderer in this small town that you're in then you get to you just start a new game and you get to do the whole summer or whatever the fuck and figure out the mystery so then i beat it again and it was just basically like i was like this feels like a dating sim i didn't learn anything about the mystery i was just going on dates with this girl i thought i was supposed to like find out who murdered me in the prologue what's going on Dude, no, found, i don't i don't know what's going on autumn found out that i was going on dates with virtual girls she would be um she wouldn't even be mad at me she would just just laugh at me she would make fun yeah. of me constantly it's okay yeah. i always i always whenever I, uh, I play any of these games where it has like any sort of romance option i show jess the the art book or whatever and i go jess which one of these girls do you like and she'll pick her favorite i go okay i'll date that girl <laughs> i don't even understand that because i've seen those things and they all all of the girls look the same chris they're all the yeah, same person well, so ew, it's you're not wrong <laughs> i'm um i'm i have not played any video games i'm still in my star wars hole uh mm-hmm. new year's day which was the day that i had to go to the wedding um we didn't have to be there till like four because that was when rehearsal was. Uh, so we didn't leave until like twelve thirty. So I woke up kind of early and was like, "Fuck it, Revenge of the Sith." <laughs> Watched <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. That's, that's funny. And now I'm um in season two of Rebels and Damn, uh, I don't know. Rebels is is really interesting. Uh, I, it's not. It's a little bit more like kid friendly. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's a little bit more like kind of one off e, and it hasn't gone into like some of the. I mean, there's no banking conversations whatsoever. Nobody is interested no, in interest rates. About banks. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like they are getting into some of the like Ahsoka just showed back up. Um, some of the clones showed back up and there was like like, you know, one of the characters is a Jedi and he's like, Those are clones, they're gonna kill me and the Jedi and the clones are like, That's a Jedi, he's gonna get revenge. Uh, so it was, oh, no. yeah, it was a little it was a little weird. Um <laughs> But I was looking through to find a voice actor, and uh, I saw like season three or four is like the fight on Mandalore and stuff like that. So I'm, Ooh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm super curious how all that stuff's going to tie into like the Mandalorian. And I think after after I finish Rebels, uh, I'll probably start playing the the Star Wars game that just came out. Yeah, it takes place around that era. Yeah, I looked up a timeline. I'm a dork. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I will. Uh, or probably like throughout that, I'm going to watch the original trilogy. So, yeah, fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, all right. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Supergirl. I was about to start talking about Thrawn. I was like, stop. 